0: Okay. The history is starting.
1: <laughs> season two is starting, man.
0: Season two. Season two. I always like season two of everything, so.
1: Wow, Th- that's a really good point. Season. No, actually. Although I Shrek, Shre- Shrek two doesn't isn't that great.
0: But it's not a season. That's the second part of the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah second <laughs> movies aren't aren't always the best.
0: They usually actually make a lot of effort when when they make second seasons.
1: Yeah, because the first season worked well, so then they're like, let's pump it up. So we're going to pump this shit up. Welcome to this episode. This is the intro episode of season two of The Learning Experience. And it's crazy, guys. We're back. Back with The Learning Experience. Back with this podcast I'm so excited it's been the last episode was released at, in September and now we're back and I'm not alone it's not just me as the host anymore it's gonna I have my friend Mladen say hi Mladen
0: hello everybody
1: we have him here and he's gonna host a few episodes and then I'm gonna ha- host a few episodes and it's gonna be super cool because we're basically split it, splitting it up and making it more dynamic so that you have different voices and in this first episode, this is just the intro, we're going to uh, introduce each other, talk a little bit about who we are, why we were bringing it back, how Laden jumped onto this cool train of podcasting, and go over other things such as what are our learning journeys in the world of non-formal education, as well as coaching, as well as um, online learning, all these very fun topics, as well as the art and, and science of learning in general. Because that's what this podcast is all about. So to jump in, oh yeah, and a little bonus at the end, Imland uh, wants to do a performance. That'll be fun as well. Let's <laughs> we'll see if he does it or not.
0: No. <laughs> let's see if you work me out during the episode. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stage fright. I have a stage fright. I'll
1: be okay. And yeah, so to start, let's introduce ourselves. As I'll go first. Most people, if you listen to this podcast before, you know my name is Oscar, Oscar War. Right now, I'm doing quite a few things. My main projects are around coaching for high performance, productivity, and mental well being, helping people, especially young entrepreneurs, get their shit together so that they can focus on their goals and get to where they want. And then I also run a CBD business in Switzerland. And now this podcast is back as well. So this will be a major project otherwise also working with trainers forum in general and for those who don't know trainers forum is a community of awesome educators and learners who love to advance the science of learning as well as exploring the artistic side and just being awesome um, trainers in general and sharing very cool tools we have a community actually on Facebook if you want to join if you're in that group of people please feel free because there are a lot of um, awesome information shared there as well as our annual conference. And that's from me, I'm Mladen. Who are you? Why are you here? What What are you up to?
0: Hi, hi everybody. My name is Mladen. Um, I originally come from Serbia, but uh, I lived last five years in Iceland. Uh, I moved there to study and I'm currently on education and uh, mathematical education track. Super, super interesting. I think I I made my uh, studies more unique because uh, it's like a blend of more departments. So I'm taking classes from like humanities and then also from uh, mathematical department and I also to, did some other like speed courses around uh, around Europe and uh, that's where my passion for non-formal education comes from because uh, I just uh, was always interested in um, learning and uh, it's been 10 years since I've done like workshops and uh, sessions and uh, all these things around uh, learning in non-formal education so that's why I'm here to just explore that field a little bit more in in this podcast. I'm currently the head of an NGO here that is focusing on developing leadership in young people. And um, I'm actually in charge of the educational cycle here. And I'm super... hyped about that i'm always looking for new methods and new sessions that i can deliver there just don't tell them because i'm also i also have other opportunities and other things that i have to do (laughs) but this is my favorite um so yeah that's that's about me
1: so you're a master learner and educator which is super cool so how did you come into this podcast and what is your reason for being here would
0: you say oh yes let's Go into that uh, topic. Um, I la- Last year, I really wanted to join this group of trainers because I, I don't think I ever was in any group of trainers and uh, educators, which is uh, Trainers Forum 4. And uh, I was recruited and I just said, I have all these like crazy creative ideas that I would like to do. And um, if you guys didn't know, Trainers Forum is very open for those type of initiatives and then we sort of uh, decided that I can I can contribute to the podcast. Um, well, back in uh, twenty twenty, uh, there was an online trainer uh, training there was an online training festival, and I really loved how people had sessions there and uh, the learning happening in that uh, environment. And I actually met Oscar there, so Oscar and I go back to to that online training festival almost a year and then after that yeah almost a year i think yeah and um and yeah i just wanted to stay in touch with those people and contribute to their community as well
1: yeah and i can vouch for your creativity for sure i know that you are <clears throat> you love creating beautiful pictures and that's why this podcast is going to start an instagram page as well it's because of him laden because he's very good at designing um posts and designing social media social media content in general which is super cool so I appreciate that man
0: thank you so much for that I am I really enjoy doing that so you're gonna see a lot of content there hopefully and uh, yeah follow us there we have a page already hell
1: yeah and when this podcast comes out hopefully we'll get some people following it because it's gonna be a bit separate from Turner's Forum the podcast in general is still linked to Trainers Forum but now we have our own Instagram page which is cool and yeah so, what else do we want to talk about in this episode? Basically, what do we expect from the season, and what have we gotten prepared? So, we we'll can start with you. What, what are you hoping to do in this second season, in Laden?
0: Well, this is my first season, so... <laughs> <True>. <laughs> for me, For me, second season is the first season. Uh, but uh, what my idea is, uh, I mean was, and then now is, because we developed it a little bit more with Oscar, and... Um, Yeah, it's going to focus on non-formal education, how is the learning happening there. And when we talk about non-formal education, it's everything outside of the formal education, which is elementary, primary school, and uh, high school, and university. And there's just so much there, and um, this is what, what I find interesting because um, not many people know of the opportunities that are out there so we're just going to bring a couple of people to talk about uh, about non-formal education and also their journey because most of them are also coaching and facilitating and um, we just want to to show how strong this learning body is as a as a non-formal education and um Oscar, what are you going to talk about in your episodes and what is your focus? Yeah,
1: super similar. And actually that's a great point that you bring up because I think that non-formal education is um, something that needs to be brought more to the public. Of course, the audience listening to this are usually non-formal educators already. But still, people may share it with their friends and reach a wider audience, which will be super cool. And just in general, that so I was listening to, I'm reading this book um, called... Um, it's by Jim Quick, and I'll look it up in just a sec. But basically he's talking about how often we're taught what to learn instead of how to learn, and because we're just in this very straight line of basically learning specific things and just putting these specific pieces of knowledge into our head, we're not really learning how we can expand our knowledge once we go beyond the schooling system. Oh yeah, the book is called Limitless. and. That's also why we in Trainers Forum and you as a non-formal educator have such an important role is because this type of learning um, is quite crucial since the school, traditional schooling system isn't doing it. And that's why I really like about being a trainer and coach because it helps people to go beyond their traditional mindset and... Be open to learning new things, but also learning how to learn new things and identify these opportunities. And yeah, in this season, what I'm going to be talking about is also, yeah, trying interviewing and talking with people around non-formal education sector, and as well as tr- still bringing back some uh, spices from the first ep- season, which was tools and techniques for trainers, which you can use to better your own um, methods. Yeah, so that's what this second season is going to be about. We're doing it about half-half, three episodes each or four maybe. And yeah, going to make it short and sweet, but also very um, dynamic, I'd say. Right? That's what it's looking like for now. You have any other comments on that, (laughs) Vladim?
0: I don't have any comments now. I'm just thinking what we should ask so that we keep on
1: (laughs) yeah <laughs> now, this, this this first episode is pretty chill in general i think like just us getting to know each other or getting the audience to know us because that's gonna, that's the cool thing and we don't want to make it too long but basically to yeah share what we are expecting from this season and also if you're listening to this and want to come on the podcast or at least ha- ask a question or learn about a specific topic please share that because we we're, we're always have the opportunity to bring in more people or talk about more um, topics. So please feel free to do that. And one thing that I think it's important to mention also is that since the season might be a bit shorter than the last one, since the last one went for about a year, um, you, can, you might expect this third season to start in September, I think we were saying. Because there are some other people from Trainers Forum who want to uh, come on and put another twist to it, but that's something, that's some special bonus that you'll have to wait for. In any case, speaking about podcasting in general, we said that we were a bit nervous for this episode because it's a new season and I've kind of developed my podcasting voice right now to express myself better. And that was like actually my, one of my goals for the first season, which was to be able to express myself better in audio and so i'm less nervous but you said that you were feeling that a bit right now no
0: yes i i do feel a little bit nervous when i talk with uh, people that i don't know or just knowing that my voice is recorded and uh, like most people i would say we don't like to hear ourselves yeah, recorded but uh, yeah i need to i need i also need to find that that podcast voice um i hope uh, after a couple of episodes, you'll see. But we're gonna, uh, we're gonna ma- like mix them up so you won't know which episode is actually filmed the first. Um, which makes a little bit more less stressful for me because then you know they don't, they cannot say, oh, first episode from <laughs> Laden is yeah, good or yeah. bad. So <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be a tricky, tricky thing. But uh, what I wanted to ask you as well, because you, you have all this experience now with uh, leading the podcast for one year, what what were the things that were going through your mind? Because you did this all on your own. How was it? True, educating?
1: true, true. So I had been wanting to start a podcast for like a couple of years before that, I'd say. Like when I was in university, my third year of university, I was talking to friends like, man, we should start a podcast. And he was like. How do you do that? I have no idea. And then I was like, me neither. And then nothing happened. So then when I joined Trainers Forum, which was in 2019, um, basically as the first I joined as a conference organizer. So I organized the conference and then I wanted to stay on a little bit, doing something different because organizing conferences is quite heavy. And usually you just want to move on after it, but it's very cool. So I said, okay, I still have this uh, feeling of wanting to start a podcast, and this is the perfect opportunity because I get to talk with awesome people in a field that I really enjoy, and it gives me exposure as well and uh, for my own personal brand plus um, I had a person called Sab, Sabina, and she was head of the incubator circle for Katrina's forum and she's and so she helped me a lot with like starting the podcast basically she's She's very awesome at helping to get you motivated and set goals. So me and her, we started it up. I mean, she helped me plan it out and get it off the off the ground and keep me accountable. And then from that moment, I was I was doing most of the things of recording script scripting, not not scripting. I didn't really script shit in the beginning, but finding the people and recording and editing. And yeah, in the beginning it was very difficult, for sure. Like I was telling you right before we hit record, was that the first episode I couldn't think about anything else except for, like, my notes that I wanted to make sure that I hit all the points. So yeah, that first episode, apparently it's pretty good because it has almost the most amount of listens on from season one. So I guess people enjoyed it. But otherwise, yeah, it's become a lot more relaxed now. Like, feeling, being able to actually listen to the person so I can interact better and then share some of my own experiences overall but yeah
0: yeah i I can confirm that i can confirm that it helped me with active listening and um, i think that people figured out from some of our meetings with the trainers forum that i'm talking a lot <laughs> and oscar knows that um but then when it comes to podcasts like i cannot i mean somehow i don't i don't have any ideas for questions because I like having things structure structured, but then when it's a podcast, then I ran out of ideas and then, on the other hand, if this was like a normal conversation, I would be just blah 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 <laughs> all the time so so yeah, I mean, it's good because we did explore all the topics that uh that we wanted in in these episodes, but that that was like a like an internal struggle, you know you press record and then you know this has to be you know nicely said, nicely done, and um. On the other hand, you want to keep up the conversation, you want to listen, but it, it is a true active listening because you're also doing things around like muting yourself or if you need to, or just uh, paying attention how to make a smooth transition from one topic to another or yeah, to keep up with the, with the topics. And it also happened a few times that, uh, I mean, I don't know if the other uh, podcast hosts have this problem, We say something that we're going to ask our people and either they go in a different direction and you try to bring it back or with me what happened is that I start the question and then I go in a different direction. So so people that I'm interviewing or talking with, they're just like, what is happening? Um, So I was really trying to manage that. So managing Mm. myself (laughs) and my voice
1: yeah that is that's pretty funny no it's it's yeah in podcasting you feel like you need to be at the same time listening to what the person is saying so maybe you can continue the conversation in something in a way that's engaging but also moving it forward so that you get through the points that you want to cover or at least provide the value to the audience that's listening at the same time right because right now what i'm is going through my mind is what do the people listening want to hear and if it's the same audience as before, they want to hear about things that, yeah, they probably want to hear what are some things to look out for when podcasting or uh, understand how it feels to be here in this space and to know that it can be a bit nerve wracking in the beginning. But actually, I think if actually if there's a person that wants to start a podcast, fucking just do it <laughs> No. But it like anything that you start for the first time, it's always a bit tricky. And if you want some help just uh, send us a message actually like for real for real i even have a a mini course on how to start your own podcast that's for free so if a person wants to learn just like i'll send that video to you but otherwise it's a very cool thing because you get to learn from awesome people like i've done a couple interviews already and i've already learned some really awesome techniques one about negotiation which was super fun and then somebody from the iceland innovation hub which is quite fascinating so yeah got some cool things prepared and then i think we also wanted to talk about the art of learning in our own learning experiences so you said that you had been a trainer for like 10 years no that's crazy
0: well well it's it's been 10 years that i did facilitation in general Mm. and uh, i did training in let's say not like i'm a trainer type of way but i was for example when i was in serbia i was in this organization called american corner so we delivered like conversational workshops and then few of us the the group that was organizing those events were facilitating the conversation in between people and uh, it was super interesting and we were all young like we were like 15 16 something like wow. that um and then after that i joined the, the writing center and uh, actually learned how to how to help people put their ideas on paper um so it's not just okay you you have to write about uh, you write write a thesis on philosophy and then I'll, i'm just going to tell you what to do um so we really used some methods how to help people uh work, work it out and uh, i'm someone who's using parts from <laughs> from from my experience, to use it again. So when it comes to con- conversational skills, I use those from the writing center when I was working with on other projects. And then when it comes to training, I think it actually started when I joined the organization that I work now um, called Isaac. And um, I went on train the trainers. Uh, events and uh, i was teaching others how to how to do sessions and that was when it became very focused on training and i really enjoy doing that and uh, i feel like i feel like i'm a judge on some talent show (laughs) (laughs) when you give on 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 train the trainers i love those events and uh, when i was a FASI there two times once in lithuania and once in switzerland Um, It was super cool because I do want to help people out and then that feeling like Simon Cowell in the red chair (laughs) and then you just uh, tell them okay this is working this is not working and I'm a very visual person like visual learner. So I, when, when they're doing something that is, that has to be either changed or like lowered down, cause you have to find a balance yeah. when you're a trainer with talking, with body language, also with how you do the materials. And, uh, I always exaggerate so that they can see how, how that thing that they're doing can go in one extreme or not going in any extreme and looking like weird, so, so that's what they really loved about me in those events because uh, I would just um, show them how it looks like and do like a character or something. They're like, man, like, what are... When you explain it like that, it's just super simple and super funny. And then I won't do this again. I'll, I'll improve. I'll work towards it. Um. So. You see what I did that there? You asked one question and I went in a completely different direction. But yeah, going back to my tra- trainer's um, journey, um, it was definitely that because I do a lot of training things in, in Isaac now. And uh, I, I just, I don't know. Um, I love it. It's, it's a lot to make a session and to actually make it a good quality. Because sometimes you're like, okay i have I have read this book. let me just put it in a in a session. but it's you also want to make it more interactive. You have to think about the learning styles. you have to think about uh, uh, engaging those people so that they learn in the right way and they take something from your session. So that's that's also what I like you know, designing things and uh, Mm, delivering and then seeing their reaction afterwards because you don't know when you're actually doing it and then when you get the feedback it's like amazing <laughs> and how about how about how about you because i think we we you you were also my personal coach last summer <laughs> which was super fun and uh i'm telling everyone about it so go and uh <laughs> take a course with Oscar take this uh, i think it was like 8 weeks 8 week long yeah i'm actually exp- expanding
1: um, it now it's going to be a bit longer
0: but yeah yeah but tell me more about your training uh, journey because i think i know only from the point that we met and things that you did yeah
1: that's true i don't think i've told you about my training journey and it is something kind of cool that i like to share because it started in university well basically well in high school i was into personal development a lot in general just following uh big coaches or people who were living awesome lifestyles and then delivering magical experiences but i didn't experience it myself that much i was just watching it on youtube and then at university um, it wasn't until my second year where i led a student conference around uh, it was called leap conference and it was about breaking breakthrough experiences or people who had co- come to some co- some kind of success through un- unconventional means and one of the organizers th- who was helping me she was a trainer who had done um, some yeah, gone through a t- T4T, and invited me to go to leadership summer school. And she was like, "Yeah, you're perfect for this. You'll, you should try it out." So then I went and I completely changed my mind about how to learn and how to, yeah, d- deliver learning experiences and how to interact with people, and basically completely blew my mind. Leadership Summer School was one of the best experiences and still is that I've ever had. And then so after Leadership Summer School, which is basically a 10 day experience with other youth where you can learn about how to be a better leader. But it's so much more than that. I went to I attended another event by the same organizers called Youth Trainers Academy. That was a few months after that. And at Youth Trainers Academy, which is also a 10 day event, you learn how to become a trainer. And you learn a ton of awesome tools and new mindset skills that put me on the training journey and I learned what it means to be a trainer and basically learn how to upgrade education in general, which is super cool and then after that one, I took the next step and I just kept going doing my coaching certification a few months after that, and then you have a question I'm not in
0: <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish finish up <laughs>
1: okay, okay, uh, yeah, I did the coaching. Certification with the, the World Coaching Organization, I think now they changed their name to Growth Room. And then after that, I still had some university. So I did one more year of university to finish my bachelor. And I tried to start my own coaching business for like a year and it wasn't really taking off. So then I had to take another step, another piece of training, which was getting my own business coach. And she taught me a lot of awesome tools to just increase sales and stuff like that. And... Then I started growing my coaching business more through that. And yeah, apart from that, with the pandemic, I started to do a lot more online training, which has been a lot of fun. And actually my almost, I would say, my preferred way of doing training now because you can reach so much more people and still make it super interactive if if you know how. And that is basically my learning and training journey. And I'm still doing it quite a lot. Now, in my current... uh, role as a coach i have my own business in terms of that doing the coaching and everything myself in this business but with a small team as well but then i also work at a with another company back in Switzerland, and there i've created some sales training uh, materials which has also been kind of cool because there i'm getting more into sales and marketing and training that and that's the journey so far
0: nice i think both of us have like completely different experience but i w- what i wanted to take from your story is this wow factor when you went on that conference and for me it was also those conferences like i remember when i was in lithuania in 2019 and um, i was the first time delivering content at the conference as a facilitator and that wow factor was happening there like completely changed my life like you said for for that other conference and um, and it just made me feel like, okay, I want to create more experiences for myself through these projects, but also for other people because other people also enjoyed and had so much fun. Um, of course, at the end, when we finished, we all cried like babies. <laughs> uh, but out of emotions, that's the thing that is happening in, in formal education. Well, when we talk about formal education in, in terms of... Uh, these conferences and uh, let's say youth organizations, and uh, maybe some organizations connected with university, but not in a formal way, they do have this wow factor that you just learn from other people. You learn in this, I would say, interactive environments because you can't, there are so many methods that you can learn, and it's very practical, very, let's say, experiential and um it's not that present in the formal education and i don't want to shade on <laughs> formal education but uh formal education already has a structure that has been built up in the last i would say extensively in the last 200 years mm-hmm. um with the education being accessible to to masses i would say yeah um so they do have certain let's say agenda so we want to have these profiles when we when they finish education we want these other profiles uh, on some other university, and um, that after a while became very um, too too structural. That the people that finish university, they don't necessarily have all the skills. They have the knowledge, but they don't have the skills uh, for um, to to enter the job market. And one of the things that uh, I like in non-formal education that that I just explained, you know, these youth organizations and. Uh, practical experience that you can get from them is that you experience the work and uh, you you get to have more to show on a job market because there's a really big gap, I would say, between uh, corporate sector and youth now. Because that that age between, let's say, in, in your 20s and you want to enter the job market, but you only have a university degree, it's very competitive. And um, I think the role of non-formal education is usually not seen that as as valuable enough. But I also have a statistical information. They did a survey with youth. It, I think it was like around uh, 30,000 30, people from all around the world. And uh, youth agrees that uh, in order to start your job and to start your career, you must have um, some touch with non-formal education. It's a very essential part. I think it was... 40 or even more percent that they answered like this um so i think from our experiences with uh, with facilitation and with training and this wow factor i think you can just see the value because it's not just going through non-formal education so that you get uh, something to put on a cv you also get these experiences connections that are lifelong And they change you. They do change you because uh, most of the people that are in non-formal education started as youth or are already youth. (laughs) So they don't want to make anything that is going to be boring. They want to have something interactive. They want to have very practical things. They learn from mistakes and uh, it's it's just amazing.
1: That's (laughs) true. Yeah, just to define non-formal education, it's like basically education outside of the um traditional system but also making it more experiential which is the the fun part right making it more hands-on more interactive where instead of just text to brain knowledge transfer and that's what we're talking about and i totally agree i think who says that learning should can't be fun i think that's the most important part because also when you connect the emotions with learning then it registers better in your brain that's the also one of the biggest points that uh, non-formal education has is because when you're making it more fun it makes it more memorable and you're basically embodying this new knowledge which you can then transfer to other people and use in your daily life even better whereas when you're cramming knowledge into your head like i had to learn about um the history of psychology i think and like animal psychology and I don't remember shit about that but because it was the teacher was just very like knowledge into brain right it wasn't as interactive but then I had some professors because I was quite lucky to be in a university where they encouraged um, group projects and different types of learning like back from the classroom learning and those those are the teachers and experiences that I actually remember so that's what also this podcast is about, and in general, which is to um, uplift and bring out that part of learning in a different way, which is can be even more impactful depending on the the topics as well. Yeah, that's another. Which is another thing that you need to think about, like depending on the top topic, you can some for some it's easier to make it uh, more experiential versus others, like. For doctors, yes, they should know probably all the parts of the body and all the cells and how that all that shit works. And instead of learning it from a book, maybe they could learn it from doing surgery or like at least observing and approaching it in different ways instead of just from a book, because that makes it a lot more real life and understandable. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing that in Latin.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs)
1: Cool, man. Is there anything else you want to share in terms of what you think is the future of learning and what we hope to do with this podcast in terms of that?
0: For the podcast, I don't know yet. I am so obsessed with it, I would say. I'm really excited to see the reactions and uh, what people will uh, get from from our new season. And I think it we can set it up to be something... Run for uh, for a, for a while I would say <laughs> and uh, as you mentioned in the at the beginning we are in talk with uh, some other um, let's say ideas to make third season a little bit again different because this one is going to be around this topic of non-formal education but in general th- what we do now is non-formal education as well and what they do in in the trainers forum is non-formal education so i think that non-formal education is not gonna leave anytime soon um but i think that uh, putting a little bit more structure into it which was one of my initiatives is going to is going to like for me it's it's a really passionate topic and i just yeah. hope that you'll see the value because uh, we talked with the uh, with at least I, I would say like 6 7 people for this uh, podcast yeah. and and it's like completely different different point of view and uh and I love that we can bring that with non formal education as a as a focus area
1: yeah it's about bringing everybody's opinion and experience and knowledge together and helping everybody bring out their strengths right so that's super cool I'm looking forward to this season and also appreciate that you brought some structure and pre-planning since we've recorded most of the episodes already and then we can make sure that everybody um is prepared and can follow along along the journey
0: yes that's true and uh if you guys didn't know uh, oscar and i never met in person (laughs) so for us this is like very corona friendly environment uh, for all of us but i (laughs) hope that by the end of this year we We'll get to have some, some like uh, fun on those on these conferences that we are talking about, and maybe something with the, yeah, the traders' yeah. forum, so that we can actually uh, see ourselves in person and have this feeling of non-formal education that we just talked about.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, true. I mean, you can create them online. I've had some awesome online experiences as well, but true in person is it's quite different. Yeah,
0: I had a. I, I, w- I was uh, uh, chairing a conference uh, a few weeks ago and it was online and for me it was super weird because I was making it like it's in person but also like it's not in person and then you just don't know what people think. <laughs> yeah. So I'm starting, you know, oh, yeah. opening opening the conference and like doing some jokes and I don't know if people are laughing. Um. So that oh, was shit. that was one of the things that I that I was confused about. But then when we got the 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 feedback it was it was all okay but uh, still something that you want to do in person and something that you, also whatever you want to do on the screen it's a 50 50 chance if it's going to work or not so you mm-hmm. really have to because we didn't explore a digital facilitation that much as in the last twen- uh, 12 months and um, mm-hmm. even though the conference was for three days all online at the end, we had that moment. I think we had that moment that that I had on these previous conferences that were in person that we were like uh, having like nostalgic feelings and like sad feelings that it's getting um, it's getting to an end, but also that we learned so many things that 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 we put so much effort and they and that the delegates also put the effort to to the sessions that they attended as well.:
1: Yeah, that's so sad when it comes to an end, but it's a really cool feeling afterwards as well. When you're like, yeah, we made it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. One of the coolest ones I've been to, apart from the online training festival by Train- Trainers Forum, which was uh, fantastic this year and last year as well. And it's coming up next year as well for anybody interested. There was also an event by Tony Robbins. I've been to a couple of his events in the past year, which have been online and he does it insanely well like you get physical materials that you can use to follow what he speaks about and then they do breakout sessions as well to make it a bit more interactive and yeah just over delivers by making sure that you're always being physical as well so yeah there's so many different ways you can make online learning experiences um, very engaging which is cool
0: yeah that's true I think there's so much innovation happening now with uh, with other organizations that that want to empower youth in this in in this environment because it's one it's again a problem that uh, that we are not engaged at the university and when you have like first year students that just started but they never met each other if the university was closed for for a while so it's a shame no. for those people to try something but not actually experiencing it in the right way or not experiencing it in the way that was uh, initially planned. So I think that uh, youth organizations in general in Europe uh, are doing a really great job. And uh, if someone is listening that is not a part of any... You don't have to be a part of youth organizations because they have like... um these mini trainings, uh, webinars, events, and uh, just join them. And uh, it might be weird at the beginning, but you'll definitely get something out of it. Uh, if it's Even if it's something negative, you just know uh, what, what you want maybe for the next time. And I see that um, many of them also focus on soft skills, but on the other hand, emotional intelligence, because this is really important. Because we mostly focus on let's let's just build our skills in i don't know you know where it comes to it like software development and things like that but we don't focus on like our communication and how our emotional intelligence is supposed to be um on on yeah. some on, on on some level so that you can actually interact with people and um and i like that we are going that, that it's exploding that. Formal non-formal education is having so many more initiatives, and that people enjoy them.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to be especially important if since we're going to be more in the online and digital world, and it's going to continue to grow. So, yeah, we're probably going to have less in physical interactions or interactions in general. So that's going to be even more important in terms of how to understand others and communicate effectively. And yeah, we've had we've been talking for almost. 45 minutes now. So I'm wondering if you want to do a little performance. Nah, just, just kidding, man.
0: <laughs> performance. Okay, let's see if uh, if we get... Maybe the outro episode could be with... Uh, with
1: a ah, yeah, 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 it could be.
0: <laughs> if yeah, we get... We'll see. For the third season when we started, I promise I'll prepare one bit um, of some acoustic nice. weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be fantastic. Yeah, if we get... 2000 plays over this season let's say that because yes. that's how many got we got for the first season so let's go a little bit higher like 2500 then Laden will do a little performance and i'll dance in the background yeah. sounds good
0: sounds good. <laughs> and also guys we, we're gonna be on youtube so even if you don't mm. have spotify and don't have any streaming service you can still watch our episodes there and uh, if uh, this performance happens, then the video is probably going to be there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So go check us out and share this with your friends. We're going to be on YouTube. Uh, we have an Instagram account now. Go check out Turners forum. Go check out M- Mladen on Instagram as well. Myself, Oscar War on everywhere. I'm on TikTok too now because my social media manager said I should be there. And yeah, otherwise... Hope you enjoy this season. Thank you so much for coming. Again, share everything that you learn and send us voice notes as well, because that's cool. Anything else you want to add, Imladen?
0: No, I agree with everything. I just uh, cannot wait to for, for people to listen to our podcast and just to see the social media interactions between.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Ciao. Thank you, guys. Bye.